Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's meet them in battle, Doran. Good job, brother. Nice one, Kraloth! Kieran scowls at him in his jaunty hat. Almost got to attack, but then Jack came out of nowhere. Take another shot, will you? What do you mean you don't know what an elephant... Get what we'll talk after! Pincushion Jack. But I did nothing. I did nothing to you. Ah, ah. He abandoned us. Run away. Right beside you, Red. Doran is going to dash right up into the face of the Hunt Lord, but I've already used my action surge, so I'm just there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think this one through. Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 106, Return to Haunt. MVP this week goes to Samuel Corkill, the freshest member of our Facebook group and who's also found us on Discord. You've made it through the internet and found us, Samuel, and this is how we thank you. 100,000 downloads. That's right. 
Despite passing it a few weeks back, we wanted to take a moment and thank each and every one of you for listening. It's been an amazing journey so far, and we can't wait to see how far we'll take it. Please consider recommending us to a friend or leaving us a review. And sincerely, thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's get down to business. So as part of my job in the lab, I interact pretty closely with some students. I'm a clinical educator, so I get to know a couple new learners every few weeks. And over the course of the time that I spend with them, I end up asking them a little bit about their lives. You know, they're pretty young. Mm-hmm. They're like four. They're like 24 <laughs> they're years like, old. They're like just <laughs> learning how to walk. What do I do with this, Joe? When they have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> they just tug on their penises. This is Joe. Joe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, I ask them, I'm like, you know, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, cool. Where do you work? And whatever. And they're like part-time retail or waitstaff or like lab assistant or whatever. But then some of them have never had an actual job before ever in their whole lives. Hmm. How does that work? I guess it's a thing, right? I don't know. Hmm. My parents encouraged my brother and I to get jobs in high school, basically, like maybe even a little bit too soon. (laughs) I think there's a legal age and I think my mom... Like six? No. (laughs) Like maybe 14 or something. I had my first serious part-time job. Yeah, I was working at a bakery in town did you guys so what was your first job oh wow uh i think mine was 15 and it was alexander's music studios right and it was right after i think alex worked there too right (laughs) you're gonna take mine you took mine yeah but my 15 is three years after your 15 so we both had the same job just three years alex was there first Mm. yeah did you like it i did yeah what did you do there well let alex talk um no you you go ahead you tell them all about what we did. You don't remember, do you? Of course I remember. It's been too, it's too many years of... I remember, too. I went to Alexander Music Studios, and you guys were always there. Yeah. Alexander's Music Studios, yeah, it was a. It, they taught piano lessons, guitar lessons, vocal lessons, and things like that. So they needed someone to charge payments, to, you know... It's working the front desk. Answer the yeah. phone. The front desk, basically. Okay. Somebody who would yeah. take the checks yeah. for the students' lessons. Gotcha. Okay. As a man named Alex, did you enjoy working <laughs> at a place that had your namesake? I loved it, actually. (laughs) I always thought it was so wild because people would come in. This is my music studio. Yeah, people would come in and say, oh, is this yours? And I'd say, yeah. (laughs) It is. You'd lie. You'd lie. This fucking 16-year-old kid, I'm Alexander. (laughs) No, I would say, no, it was originally James Alexander. After a long line of... It's actually interesting because Alex and I have had the same... I followed in his footsteps, I guess, literally, because... He worked at Alexander's Music Studios, and then I worked at Alexander's Music Studios. Oh. And then he worked at Blockbuster Video, and then I worked at Blockbuster Video. Which was right next door. It's still figuratively, unless you're walking directly behind him. No, I mean, it was literally, I was going in the same position as him, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's literal. Yeah. It's still figurative. Literally? No. Literally. Oh, you're right. No, it is figuratively. All right, regardless, the point (laughs) is that... I also, I worked directly after Alex, although we never worked at the same Blockbuster store. Hmm. He literally followed in my footsteps. I think what they're saying is this metaphor literally applies right now. It does. (laughs) Or maybe it's illiterate. (laughs) And Justin, did you say that you worked there too, or you just were there as a patron? No, I was was learning. I was learning the the As a patient? I was a (laughs) patient. I was a music music patient. Mm. (laughs) I mean, you got to be very patient. Kind of. Actually, I mean... It wasn't a music therapy clinic, but those are things. Um, you weren't very mm-hmm. patient. 
I wasn't. I what wasn't. was your first job? Uh, I had the classic paper route. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Waking up at uh, 6 in the morning on a Sunday. And, and getting oh. out of bed at 7.30. Did you have fit? No, you drove. <laughs> uh, my mom drove me. My mom made it so much easier than it could have been. Oh, God. Class. There yeah. were some days where there were like 400 newspapers, and we just like, we'd spend at least two hours just folding them and and tying mm-hmm. them up putting them into bags and that took up the huge process throwing them on the the lawn was like 10 percent of the job and hmm. yeah i just threw them on the lawn i'm realizing that's probably why i did stay as a I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then you'd have to go and collect i remember you'd, yeah you'd go and be like hi really news advertiser yeah. oh yeah and yeah, and the... it, there was no because it was a free newspaper right yeah so people didn't have to pay that's crazy. You'd be like, I'm taking donations for news advertiser. I remember that. I never did it myself, but Tommy did. And I remember going like door to door with him. You know what's funny, actually? Because, you know, like as a parent, you know, you do that. You tell those kids to fuck off. No, but you do You're that like, for I'm your not paying kid. your news advertiser. Of course you would. The funniest yeah. thing, though, is that I also did that a lot. Paper route? A paper route. But I didn't, I didn't have my own paper route. <laughs> You just I would go down to my friend Kyle's house and he oh, yeah. had a paper route. You'd help him out. And he and he'd be like, Yo, I gotta do this, help me. And I, and we'd just hang out and I'd yeah. stuff fucking a hundred thousand papers or whatever, and then we'd go and deliver them. Like it was some sort of fun. And do you think I ever got paid? No dollars. Yeah, we all had <laughs> friends who did paper routes. Either you did one or you had friends that did one. In the suburbs. I, I definitely fun. remember Chris helping me a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I helped Tommy. Alex helped Kyle. Chris helped you. We all we all had paper, paper root buddies. It sounds like a, a gang of child labor. I mean it really was. Yeah. It's a hundred percent because they didn't pay you unless you collected the fees, which were optional. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the people would a hundred percent could be like, No, no, I'm good this month. And you're like, Oh, okay. It's a racket. Did people want the, these newspapers? No, I don't Not think so. Really. No. I mean, even at that point, print media Flyers, was Flyers, right? Like ads. <laughs> no, no. These were, they were like actual. Quality journalism. <laughs> they broke contained. the story on. <laughs> the penny Breaking story. child labor <laughs> <laughs> in this very newspaper. <laughs> hey, they're talking about us. <laughs> That's great. Stories created by and broken by the same newspaper. Rob, what'd you do? What was your first? That was in Saskatchewan, right? I don't remember if it was my first. There was, yeah, I mean, a a significant high school job was working at Dairy Queen for sure. Nice. Yeah, we all had a friend that worked at Dairy Queen as well. That was Rob. Frob. Did a stint at Staples for a while. Um, Oh, yeah. Worked at a gas station for a while. Um yeah. I can see that. Gas station, Rob. I, I can't see that one. I can see all the others. The gas station one was in university. It was it was really great because I listened to just audiobooks in my head in my headphones on was I don't know. I Oh nice. iPods were a thing and so I was listening to an audio audiobook and they still are. cigarettes and <laughs> well, I, I, but I mean they weren't for my whole life. There was a period where they weren't. Mm-hmm. Well they weren't invented yet, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> are iPods still a thing though? I think working at a gas station would not be as fun if you couldn't just zone out and listen to the. It's you know, true. The, Very true. The yeah. trials and tribulations of Rincewind the Wizard or whatever. And mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I agree. Hi, my name is Justin James, and audiobooks are a big. Part I of saved my... Rob's life. <laughs> I saved Rob single-handedly. He would have poured that gasoline all over himself. <laughs> when you buy an audiobook, you don't have to deliver it. You don't have to have child laborers <laughs> deliver that book. <laughs> Yeah. 
see this man working in a gas station. But I think there's something really interesting about the range of stuff. So I had I had Alexander's Music Studio, Blockbuster, a hotel, like the front desk of a hotel, discount car and truck rental, and then Aquarian, a water cooler company. Those were sort of my five. Mm. Justin, what were your first five? What were your my first, first five, five weirdest jobs? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I did uh, Paper Root, Moore's Clothing for Men. Hey, that's right. You and I both did that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. Right. I followed in your footsteps. <laughs> Forgot about that. It's like um, they all lived in the same neighborhood or something. Eh? We actually didn't. That's the weird thing. <gasps> okay, before you continue, you know what's crazy? What's that? I went into Moore's just the other day for a tox fitting. Yeah. And I said to the lady that was helping me, I said, oh, I used to work here, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, really? Do you know so-and-so? I said, no, it was a while ago. Oh, when did you work here? I was like, 20 years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. no. Wow, you're getting yeah. old, Holy man. crazy. Fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, Sorry, continue, Justin. You, were, you waited a bit. Uh, well, I had jobs in, in university. I had like summer jobs. I was a server at Safari Bar and Grill in Ajax. Right. And I was a tour guide in Montreal. And um, Oh, that's right. With Eric. Yep. With Eric. And then I also, I, then I was a music therapist and then narrator. Right. It's interesting how many of our jobs, and we very clearly, obviously connected it already, came from like friends or family. You know what I mean? Because like Chris got you the serving job. Eric got you the, oh, you know, Alex yeah. obviously got me my first two jobs. Oh, yeah. It's just funny that there's like a crossover. Alex, what about you? First five. Okay. So yeah, there was Alexander's Music Studios. Um, then there was a time, I'm trying to think of what I did after that. I was cutting grass for some time. It was like 20 years ago. <laughs> and then I did work at uh, a candy packaging factory. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> what that. Kind of candy? Mike and Ike's, a lot of stuff you see in like Walmart. You stole a bunch. No, I <laughs> oh, didn't. No. <laughs> Never stole. What anything. are they going to do? Maybe, They're going to track you down. What's the statute of limitations <laughs> on candy? It was death? 20 years ago, Alex. Listen, you don't want to you don't want to get in the Mike and Ike cartel. They're... Maybe the odd like candy here they and there. They spike. We got a lead on that candy that went missing 20 years ago. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast. I'm going to stake out his place at Oshawa. Fire up the car. <laughs> I, was in, I was in the band at that time, and Harlan and Justin were both in that band as well. Man, we have right. crossed yeah. a lot of paths, <laughs> haven't we? Right. Jesus. So I was in this band, and I, w- I was in on a Friday, and I said, I, I, okay, we were, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, whatever, and I worked till five. And the, and the boss comes up, and he's this, this like lazy old guy, and just, he was a jerk all the time, just a jerk. Just the way he spoke to people, he was a jerk. Anyways, he, say, he comes up to me, he says, Yeah, I need, you need to come in on Saturday. And I said, Oh, well, I can't because I've got this gig, and we're going all the way to like so and so place, and I, I can't. I can't work. I'll, I can work next weekend if you want. Now I need you to come in or, or you know, you can just accept that maybe this isn't for you. I like literally dropped what I was doing. And I'm not kidding. Like when I say dropped, I mean literally dropped, not figuratively. I dropped the candy bag that I was holding and I said, okay. And I, and I walked in the door <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. Because like, I thought to myself, fuck this shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. I quit discount the exact same way. They hired me on with a beard. Yeah. And I worked there for eight months. And for some reason, the regional manager came in one day, who I've met many times. And he came in and he was in a pissy mood. I remember this guy always had a bad streak. And he looked right at me and he's like, 
no, no more. And just like gestured to his face, like as if to signal my, he goes, go home and shave. I was like, you want me to shave my beard? He's like, yes, now. How? I'm like, you want me to leave? Like it's mid shift. And I was like, and I told him, I was like, if I go home, I'm not coming back. He was like, that's your decision. I just never went back. How wow. fucked up is capitalism that like junior managers of shitty little places are like, no, 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 I get to make personal decisions about you now. No, I don't like those earrings and shave that face and change yeah. your hair color and no oh, tattoos. 100%. I need you to come yeah. out on days that you're not supposed to work anyways. Like that's, that's some bullshit. Yeah. For real. Big yikes. Yep. What about you, Rob? I mean, so I think I got three there and I think the, so Dairy Queen and um, Staples and the gas station I was really lucky, though, in high school, there there's a nitrogen fertilizer Ooh. plant that had a deal with the high school to hire some summer students. So I did, mm. think, the summer between grade 11 and grade 12, and the summer after grade 12, I worked at this nitrogen fertilizer plant in their stores, and so, it, like, handing out parts and stuff to people and sweet mowing gig. lawns. And it, was, it was pretty sweet, and it was, you know, in one of the super cool places where everything can kill you if you look at it wrong, and it was really neat. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's when you fell in love with engineering. I, yeah. Pretty much. And then I went to become a chemical engineer at school, and I came back and worked in a, in a different job at that facility because I knew the people there and got to do some engineering stuff there. And yeah. Sweet. Then I moved out and that's east five. and became a consultant. So there's a bonus. No, that's six. Mm-mm, Deleted. Didn't happen. All right. Didn't You're happen. not a consultant. Sorry. Rob goes to work on Monday. What are you doing here? <laughs> You've never worked here. Who are you? Oh, yeah. It just gets deleted. It's like a, It's a wonderful life type shit. Oh, no. <laughs> don't get sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe. Queen Joe. What are the five? Uh, I started with a berry farm. That's going to be your novel. It started with a berry farm. <laughs> the Joe Fallick story. I was nine years old. <laughs> child labor again. I think it was a combination of child labor and free babysitting. Mm. Maybe in the summertime. So my uh, friends would drop sweet. us off. We would pick berries all day long. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually a job. They were just babysitting you. And they're like, where's my well, daughter? Oh, she's out in the field picking berries. She's I been there all day. I saved up enough money for a plane <laughs> ticket. And I flew to Winnipeg by myself what? when I was nine years old to visit with my cousin. My brother did oh, it too nice. the huh. summer before me. I was like, why Winnipeg? Um, so that was like the whole goal. It was like work all summer, nine-year-old, and uh, save up enough money and fly by yourself on an f- airplane to go to a different province. That's amazing. Very cool. Wow. Um, after that, I did babysitting, as many uh, adolescents do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and did that one. I did that before and after school every day for a long time. And then I worked in the bakery, which was my first like official actual job with a paycheck. You know what I mean? So that was a, a teeny tiny little bakery. Um, I lived in a rural town in uh, Ontario. So there's just the one bakery in town when I was living there. That was cool. Baker Bob's. Was he holding lots of your uh, money in trust? <laughs> no, I don't know what that means. All what? the baker, all the bakers. Oh, from our show. That's our show, darling. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, know if you yeah. remember this dice shame. Dice shame. thing that we're doing eventually. Shame, right. Eventually. I was a, a camp counselor. Um, oh, that's right. You were a camp counselor. I was I a camp counselor for a couple summers. I can definitely cool. see that. Oh, that's right, the first everybody. one where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah, cool. absolutely. Like shouting awesome. at 80, 12 year olds, like yep. trying to get them to hit each other with wet sponges. Actually, that didn't take much encouragement. <laughs> I worked at Tim Hortons as a night baker doing the 4 a.m. shift. Night baker. And Joe I was a waitress 
Or actually, before I was a waitress, I worked in the back. So I was like a line cook at a vegan restaurant. Oh. That's, oh. that's my five. And that's where you decided how disgusting it was and you decided to eat meat, right? <laughs> 11 years later. <laughs> yes. I just need more blood in my life. And so I Veganism took a real hard turn. Ruining the planet. <laughs> that's, my, that's my five. Hey. Those are the jobs that define us. Did you do five, Harley? Yeah. You stole half of Alex's and half of Justin's. And- <laughs> no, and added a water three cooler to five were originals, I think. No one else worked at a water cooler company. That takes oh, real guts. No. Well, and then I did that for like 10 years. So that. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, all individual people pretending to be other individual people with what? very different jobs. Yeah. Ooh. That's right. Uh-huh. Speaking of pretending to do a different job. Let's play some D&D. Yeah. It's mid-combat, guys. Picture mist all over the place, snow-capped burial mounds. We've got everyone's favorite undead hunters. Let's get right down to business. Okay, Kraloth, it's your turn. Let's meet them in battle, Doran. Of course, brother. And uh, Kraloth is going to run towards the one that Screven has been attacking. Yeah. And he's going to call upon Kelimvor for some added inspiration. Mm. So I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt as a level three. Yeah. Excellent. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. Yeah. He's going to take a few d6s of damage. Um, It just says a few, so I don't know what that (laughs) is. Just roll a bunch. Three to five dc? Five or six dc. Pick however many you're feeling that day. Keep picking up dice till your GM looks at you funny and says, put some of those back. Ooh. All right. It's going to take (laughs) 18, 21. 27 points of radiant damage. Oh. As this bolt of light blasts into him. And uh, gives advantage to whoever attacks next. Well, unfortunately, the corpse falls to the snow. I'm fine with that, too. Nice one, Kraloth. Woo. Thanks. There's still three more. Good job, brother. Nah, I'm done. Okay. Good luck, guys. As a bonus action, I'm going to move my scythe 20 feet towards the... uh, the dude to the northeast. Yeah, sounds good. All three of these hunt lords take shots at you on the ridge there, Kraloth. Show me what you got. Two shot. Yep, they all miss you. Nice. Red, what do you do? Red pulls back an arrow and he fires it at the one that Screven has been attacking. Yeah, the one to the northwest. Correct. That is a 016 hit. Yeah, you hit. Nice. Woo. 27 damage. Excellent. And I will fire again. 17 hit. Yep. Hey. 20 damage. Great job. Okay. Two arrows just pierce his chest. The corpse still stands. Doran, it's your turn. Nope. And Screven wants to attack. Oh, Screven. If you don't mind. Oh, no. Oh, no. What does your dumb bird do? Damn it, Screven. <laughs> All right, Dora. No, turn. not the goat. No, no, leave it alone. No, put the bone down. Go for the... <laughs> Jack's dying. No, that's Jack. My friend. The elf. What do you mean you don't know what an elf is? We'll talk after. I'm his friend. I'm going to use my commander strike and direct Red to take another attack. Go for it, Red. Take another shot, will you? Yeah. And you're going to add uh, two. To the damage if you hit. Right out, bud. Oh, 21. Yep. Nice. Same target. Nice. 18 damage. Great job. What else are you going to do, Doran? 
Doran's going to run up next to Kraloth, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out my crossbow and just attack the one to the northwest of me. Cool. Yeah. The one that Screven's fighting. Yeah. A 20 to hit? Yep. Yeah, nice. well done. Nice. Doing six points of damage. Finally hitting with your crossbow. Yeah. End of my turn. All right. Thank you. Jack, what do you do? Pincushion Jack turns Dazan's wand onto himself and turns invisible. Mm. Uh, and shuffles towards the center of the plinth in the middle here to, to get a more comfortable away from all the edges and just kind of reassesses the situation, takes a minute to try and size these folks up and down, see if there's anything new he can deduce about them since the last time we fought the Hunt Lords. They certainly seem to be getting stronger, and that's very worrying. Mm. Yeah, you can roll an, an intelligence check if you want. I'd love to. Now that you've got a little bit of a cushion of self-preservation there between you and death, you can roll an arcana check. 20. Nice. You can identify the spells shield, counterspell, misty step. It definitely seems like you can confirm these undead hunt lords are gathering not just fortitude, but arcane abilities. Mm -hmm. They are picking up maybe abilities from previous bodies that they're inhabiting. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Jack's sort of sizing up the situation, trying to figure out what his next move is. Okay. It's the Hunt Lord's turns. The Hunt Lord's stalk ever closer. Good. One of them crests the hill up towards you, Kraloth, pulling out its longsword and swiping at you twice. <laughs> Natural one. Oh. And an 18, which misses. Excellent. Clink, clink. The other two fire arrows at you, Doran. 16 to hit you, misses. (laughs) 16 does miss. Four arrows just miss you. Aha. Mm -hmm. And they stalk closer. Kraloth, it's your turn. Red, how much have you damaged this one? I don't know, but he only needs a couple hits more. Then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. It's a saving throw. Uh, it's a 17. Oh, he's good. Damn. Uh, so then I'm going to move my scythe another 20 feet, and I've got two rounds left on it. Excellent. The hunt lord beside you, Kraloth, in retaliation, swings his longsword again. Mm. And that's a 10 to hit. Yeesh. Clank, clank, clank. Red. Red is going to attack the one that's standing in front of his friend with a, oh, 24. Nice. Nice. 21 damage. Mm-hmm. And again, oh no, 14 to hit. Mm-mm. Damn. No, you miss. As a bonus action, I spit at him. You can have Screven attack. Oh, Screven. Screven will move. Screven, it's your time. Screve, 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 Screve. He actually can't get there. He moves 60 feet, but that's about it. Screven flies over. Doran. I'm just going to attack this one in front of me here. Do it. Stop attacking. My friend! With a 25. Yep. Doing only eight damage, though. Ooh. I'll attack again with 23 to hit. Yep. Doing... Here he goes. 19 damage. There you go. Hey. Doran, you claim your second hunt lord. Come on, you weak bastard. Get over here if you're not afraid of us. Good one, Doran. Trying to get him to cross. Call him a scallywag. He responds by trying to shoot you. 
And misses. Dang, those die, Joe. I know. I can't roll anything higher than a seven. Good. Jack, it's your turn. Uh, Jack sends a command to Kieran to sort of back up Doran's play. Whoever he's attacking next, he'll have a little help from the hound. And then he extends his hand at the hunt lord approaching and launches fire that just materializes in the air from the invisibility in front of him trying to, to wallop this one back to the other world. 16. 16 hits. Yeah. That's to the one that's just standing opposite Doran, like across the trench. Uh, for five whole fire damage. Woo! Jack, Ooh, uh. you shouldn't have. I, you know, I'm, I'm wavering at the edge of my magical brink here. Still a little terrified, despite the fact Orc Splitter's cries of go get them are, are helpful. And when you say that Kieran runs over to help, he's going to have to be within melee range of the enemy, right? Yeah, so I think he's he's trying to, to get close enough to where Doran's gonna be, I think, is the is the intention. Yeah. Cool. Jack, you're just gonna continue hunkering invisibly between two slabs of marble? Yeah, I, I, I think so, yep. I think that's a good I'm call. I'm a pincushion already. How many hit points I, do you have? Uh twenty ish. Twenty two, maybe twenty one, somewhere in there. Great. Not enough. Can I have more? It is the hunt lord's turn. The hunt lord that's down in the trench moves closer and I don't think can really see anyone up there. So I think he's going to da do da dance. Da do da dance. Da ba do dance. Da da ba do da. Nothing left for me to do but Misty Step is a bonus action. Sounds like a dance. Do the Misty Step. So he's going to Misty Step up onto the hill. Now he's Directly beside Kieran and Jack, though he cannot see Jack. And I think he's going to try to kill your dog. The scoundrel. Well, we've already established, you know, we understand that people that try to kill dogs are the bad guys. That's right. Right. Paw Patrol. Natural one. Hey! (laughs) Kieran scowls at him in his jaunty hat. Uh, I should really like find his AC before I get too cocky about it. AC's 12. All right, he's fine. And skips out of the way his little Well, he's going to try again, so don't get too excited Paw about Patrol, it. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. 14 to hit. You be here on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> Six slashing damage. Oh. So Kieran has five hit points, and he disappears in a poof Ooh. of celestial oh. dust. Oh. The other hunt lord fires two arrows at... Kraloth and bedecked in his golden armor. Blinky, blinky, blinky. Man, I cannot hit you. 19. No. Both of the arrows miss. Kraloth, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to move my scythe. Mm -hmm. The scythe hasn't done anything. All right. Uh, This is closing in. The scythe is closing in, people. (laughs) It's just slowly floating after everybody. Floating back and forth. I'm coming. Drifting I'm around. The uh, and Kraloth is going to step towards this hunt lord that just killed mm-hmm. Kieran. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to get it off balance and off step so that Red can get a good shot on it. Uh, so I'm going to use the help action to do that. Cool. Okay. So that gives you advantage, great. Red. Cool. Kraloth, it's going to make an attack against you with its longsword as one of its legendary actions. But I did nothing. I did nothing to you. And I miss with a 12. Nice. It's trash. All right, I'm shaming this dice. Shame, 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 shame. shame. I think I've used this dice from the very beginning 
it's pink on one side, it's purple on the other side, it's got silver numbers, and it is going in the bin. Shame oh, on you. To the jar. Red. All right, I'm going to attack. That would be a natural 20. Whoa! Nice natural one. 20. I love it. 25 damage. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ooh, 23 to hit. Yep. 28 damage. Nice. And Screven. Oh, who could forget? Screven flies over and... Screeze out of the night. Ah! He's angry. Ah! He's angry that Kieran got bitten. He got a natural one and then a 17. Wow. So he does hit once. A 17 hits. Yeah, that's a 10 damage. Great. Doran, what do you do? Doran charges over and attacks the hunt lord that's engaged with Kraloth. And he's going to swing his axe at the hunt lord, hopefully hitting with a 15. Yep. Nice. And doing 19 points of damage. Excellent. Hey, nice. And swinging back around again with a 22, mm-hmm. doing 15 more points of damage. <sighs> nice. <sighs> Great job. Jack, it's your turn. Your friends are all like within arm's reach of you pretty much fighting this creature and like pieces of flesh are just falling off as Doran's hacking at it with his axe. And- Where the hell did Jack go? He abandoned us. Run away. I'm right behind you. Ooh. I say as I take a step back to get away, I uh, roll to hit this thing with a firebolt, a 27. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I and like it a lot. then rolls seven damage. Jack, nice. you set it aflame with this firebolt and the creature crumples to the ground. Beautiful. Emitting a terrible putrid smell. Nice. There's one hunt lord remaining. We got this. Can I quickly snatch up Kieran's hat and boots and grab them from the snow. Oh, they were real. Everything else about him, but those were real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spent time just to make sure they don't get burned up. The remaining hunt lord steps back 30 feet and fires two arrows at you, Red. 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's three piercing damage. 14 to hit. Miss. Kraloth. Well... First, he's going to move his scythe 20 feet, and uh, it just fades <laughs> into nothingness. No! Um, almost got to attack, but then Jack came out of nowhere. And then Kraloth is going to step to the edge so that he can still see this uh, abomination, and he is going to cast Sacred Flame. Mm-hmm. Dex save? Eight. Hey, all right, and I get to do my damage. Ooh, 17 points of damage. Radiant. Nice. Excellent. Red. I'm not happy that this guy tried to attack me. I'm going to attack him back. I would say he successfully attacked you. No, with a 10. Nope. Well, that's a natural one. No. So both of my arrows, I'm like flummoxed. I'm like, how could he? Well, and he's slowly getting obscured in this mist. Don't let him get away. Continually just rolls over him. I think Red also moves back with the others. He's going to run back to the center. Okay. Screven. Screven does not have enough movement to get over there, but he'll try. Bless your heart, Screven. Doran is going to dash. Yeah, Doran, you run. Right up into the face of the Hunt Lord, but I've already used my action surge, so I'm just there. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Didn't think this one through. Well, you know what? I'll take my lumps if it means not letting him escape, so... Yeah, exactly. Well, you think you're going to run away from us now? Now that we've got you on the run? The creature hacks at you with his longsword in response. Ooh, with a 25. And that hits. <laughs> oh, shit. Take 11 slashing damage. 
oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Jack. Jack comes around to the, the front side of the ledge, getting getting this disappearing hunt lord in his sights mm-hmm. and draws the ill rune in front of him, sending another bolt of fire uh, towards the jerk. Mm-hmm. Firebolt. 26. Yep. And it does 15 damage. Nice job. Doran, the creature, continues to try to hit you with his longsword, making these wild swings. Feels like because of its undead body, it's kind of off balance. Natural one. Ha ha. And. But before you do that, I was going to use my repose. Do it. Yeah. Hey, natural nice. one. As a reaction to the natural one. And so I'm going to add two to the damage. Going to hit with a 24. Yeah. And that's nice. going to be total damage of 13. Excellent. I feel like he lunged out at you wildly and you kind of spun underneath his sword and just mm-hmm. buried Orc Splitter in between his ribs. How do you like that? But you're too close to him now. Yeah. And with a 26, he gets you with a longsword. Mm. Maximum damage. Oh, no. 14. Oof. Kraloth, it's your turn. Kraloth is going to run as close as he can. So you're like 10 feet away from the Hunt Lord? Yeah, about 10 feet away. And he's going to just gang up on this guy as well, casting Sacred Flame. Cool. So that's a reflex save. or a Another eight. 13 points of damage. Hey. Red. Red is going to attack. He's real angry that this guy made a miss. <laughs> and he's going to hit with a 19. Yep. Mm. 27 damage. Excellent. Nice. He's going to attack again. With a 20. Dirty. Mm-hmm. 22 damage. Now who's on the run? And the arrow sings past Doran's head and hits the creature directly in the chest. It falls over once again into the stillness of death. That's right, you bastards! Ho! Jack, where are you? Right beside you, Red. Look at that. Doran kind of turns around and gives Kraloth a high five. Good job, everyone. Uh... I want to take a look at these, and uh, Kraloth is going to summon Captain Trenieros once more, Mm -hmm. and he's going to kneel down over one of these bodies, and he's going to say, do you have any idea why these things keep coming back, Captain? Captain Trenieros puts a hand on your shoulder, and he drags you roughly from your feet. Look Look out! The corpse that you're kneeling over begins to move. Tendrils of darkness seep out of the ground, wrapping around the body of the hunter, consuming it. You hear a bone snap. A rotten jet of fluid juts out, and then the body is gone, lost to shadows underneath the lip of the spirit mound. Barely a heartbeat later, an eruption of earth, and another body pulls itself out of the ground, crawling. This one is all dry sinew and bones, tangled in the remains of a burial shroud. Around its neck, a totem of some kind, and as it stands, in its hand, a carved javelin. A pinprick of light grows in the dry eye sockets. From nothing, a violet inferno in seconds. It clenches and unclenches its skeletal fist and wisps of darkness intertwine between the bones of its hand, rendering it more corporeal, filling in the gaps where the flesh should be. The skeleton seems to substantiate with writhing darkness. The Hunt Lord's searing eyes find your face, Jack, despite your invisibility. Severed from vengeance. Thank you. 
Servant. And then, reaching down towards the ground, a jet of darkness leaps from his hand and pierces the spirit man, releasing a spray of snow and dirt. The shadow buries itself into the earth as the bones of a creature emerges, an avian skull with a yellowed beak, wings webbed with tendrils of dark mist, the animated corpse of a griffin. The hunt lord climbs astride its new mount and takes to the air, wheeling in the darkness until it's gone. Ah, uh, that can't be good. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Merlin, Mitchell Cadwell, Ashley and JB, Colin Burkhart, Brianna and Michael Weber, Daniel, Doug, Jessica Orrit, Jonah Goldman, Katie Orrit, and Mari Kaneski. See you soon! So I'm a bit confused. Was that a bad Hunt Lord that came back to life for some reason? I mean, or was that some other? No, it, this one's cut. No, that was a good Hunt Lord. Well, you said Hunt Lord, but I don't know if you meant Hunt Lord. I do love the 20 minute openings. The, those are that, was, that was a 24 minute opening. So long. Very You're going to cut it down. I'm 24 sure. minutes? I actually really like this previous one where we talk about wolves and then Alex yeah. talks about getting high and thinking he hears a coyote one time. <laughs> but I, after giving intro. you so much shit about seeing a real wolf, it was, it was like, oh, I heard a thing and I was stoned and I ran. <laughs> it's a very, very endearing introduction. Thank you from Vin. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's try that again. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.